There are a lot of parents out there who have embarked in the journey of parenthood at a young age while balancing work, school, and caring for their child. Today, my guest is going to share her experience. Elisa Esip is a registered nurse who enjoys working on her health and fitness, indulging in food, MMA, and sharing all of this with her son. Today, Allie will be sharing with all of us her journey to motherhood. Hi, Allie. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So uh, we chose to speak on today's modern mother. I think that you are able to relate to a lot of mothers out there. Um, being that you raised your son, you were balancing school and your personal life. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested to hear your story because I think this is the first time we've ever really sat down and spoke about it. Yeah. Um, so why don't you start off with telling us a little bit about your history? Sorry. As far as entering in the mother hood life and like how, I found out. how you found out and how from that moment on you had to kind of take a step back and reevaluate your life and what you did so i'm gonna be very raw Good. about this yeah so i was 24 when i found out i was pregnant okay um i had to take the test like four times because i didn't believe it were you in shock yeah so the first time i was like there's no way I'm pregnant. I'm on birth control. And how many, um, did you take the same type of tests or did you take different brands? So I took, um, I took two at home tests. Okay. And then I went to two different doctors. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Urine tests. Yeah. A second opinion. Yeah. So I did the two urine tests at home, Mm -hmm. came out positive. Then I went to, I had my dad take me to the doctor. Okay. Um, just like some random clinic by sunrise um that came out positive then I went to my OBGYN came out positive okay I have a question yeah when you were trying to figure out if you were really pregnant and you went to your dad about it were you kind of nervous and scared to tell him that you might be pregnant um yes how was his reaction um we both started crying okay and do you think that you were crying because you were nervous you were scared I was more relieved because I you know me at the time, I wasn't, like, the most stable person. So, okay. you know, when I found out I was pregnant, I'm like, what am I going to do? Right. You know, I'm going to raise this baby. I'm not even equipped to take care of myself yet. Right. So um, I wanted to go to school, you know, all that stuff. So it took me a while to tell anyone. Um, but I think it was more a relief for my dad saying, you know what, you'll be fine. You know, I had you when I was 21. Right. I had your brother when I was 20. Um, you're going to be okay. I think this is a good age for you. So it was really relieving. Um, even with my mom, you know, I kind of, I didn't have a phone conversation with her. I kind of texted her saying, hey, I missed my period. You know, she goes, do you think you're pregnant? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, well, you know, if you're pregnant, we'll just work through it. We'll deal with it. But um, that was that really, it was more so being scared of like, maybe my parents can be disappointed because I'm right. not, I have not achieved, you know, kind of like my career goal yet. But to be honest with you, I didn't want the baby. So here's where it gets weird. Okay. So I looked into a, you know. Yeah. Can I say it on here? You can. Okay. So I looked into abortion uh-huh. and I was like, I can't do this. I can't take care of the baby. You know, 
and me, was this me and Andrew agreed to it right and was this out of fear or was this yeah. just out of no you not I, being mentally stable yeah or you're not and yeah at that mature yep quote unquote yeah mature so, level yet and I kind of was you know we were we partied a lot yeah you know so I was like I want to go out I want to have fun I'm 24 and so the day came and I was like there I can't do it I'm keeping the baby mm-hmm. and you know we. and what made you change your mind there was no way I could forgive myself if I you know right I created it and it's my responsibility why am I gonna kill something that you know that I created right and um I really thought about it. I was like you know, I don't care if I'm not stable or not. I'm going to have this baby, you know. So that was, you know, that was kind of like the coming to Jesus moment. Okay, I have to mature. I have to be more responsible. I have to, like, grow up a little bit. Yeah. So, um, but I'm, you know, obviously I'm glad I didn't do it. So Me too. I didn't even make it out the door without, you know, saying I don't want to do this. So. so you went to the clinic and did I, they gave, no. give you all the information of no I didn't even go oh okay I woke up and I said I'm not doing it oh that's good yeah okay good for you yeah and um so while you were obviously while you were pregnant with Mason were you working were you in school what was what Um, were your challenges so my my challenges were really like just how am I going to balance you know being like having a baby well like I was looking into the future how am I going to balance having a baby going to school and working but I worked up until I want to say three days before I gave birth okay yeah oh wow and I was trying to go further but my doctor said it's probably not the best yeah I don't think that's like the best thing to do yeah because I was already dilated okay I was dilated three centimeters and he was like um I was a week late Uh so he was like do you want to get induced because I'm not, you know, dilating anymore. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. But he was like telling me, I don't think it's safe that you're still working. So um, how about we just, you know, take the, the rest of the time off till your, till your job. You should probably not work anymore. And do you think that was like the best decision for yourself? Um, what were you feeling at the time? The th- I still wanted to work. Right. Three days before you gave birth, were you nervous, excited, I was scared? ready to just get it over with. Okay. I had this big belly in front of me. I couldn't even walk. I, I had to get rolled out of bed every morning. <laughs> there was no way. I right. was just over it. And then my feet were swollen, having back pains. So I was kind of just ready to get it over with. And the moment that you gave birth and you held Mason in your arms for the first time, was that the moment that you felt obviously like your life is changing forever and did you think that you were going to change for better or did you think that you were just gonna you know go with the motions of life like it was another coming to Jesus moment it was like I have a baby Mm -hmm. you know and it, it was it was such a rough 20 hours of labor right and it was so painful but the second he came out I did not feel a thing and it was just like the best feeling ever. It's such a different feeling. You know, if you, you can ask any mom. It's right. like the m- weirdest, most relieving feeling ever. Okay. Giving birth. And do you think that really motivated you to get to where you are now? You just graduated school. You're a nurse. Yep. You, you were able to take on a job mm-hmm. as well as taking care of Mason and yeah. finishing school. And what really motivated you? Yes, I know that 
having Mason, having your son and being able to provide for him and giving him opportunities and being his really role that, model. Though. It was really that. It's, you know, your child is like your focus. Right. Do you want your child to grow up without, you know, any kind of stability from you or you know, you kind of want to, you're kind of setting not really yourself up. You're, you're really motivated to just set your kid up for his future. So, you know, there are days where I just wanted to give up nursing school. Yeah. It was, it was a lot, you know, that first year I wasn't, we didn't sleep, you know, um, I was balancing work, taking care of Mason, school, trying to lose weight right. after Mason, you know, and it was, it was stressful, but it was like, at the end of the day, it's it's going to be so worth it. So um, that was, it was just, it was hard altogether. I'm not even right. going to lie, you know, and it takes a lot of like willpower to just keep going and keep pushing yourself because nursing school isn't easy. Right. You know, it's what everyone says it is. It's, it's so hard, especially if you, you know, I'm not smart, you know, but it really like I had to put the effort into like trying to teach myself. So. And, you know, I think especially with moms who are balancing all of that work, school, and their health and fitness and Mm -hmm. taking care of their child and they're always saying, I'm doing this for my child. At at any point at all, did you feel that that is something that you wanted to do for yourself or was it just for your child? No, it was definitely for myself. I mean, I wanted to, you know, to achieve a higher – you know, status in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I was very stagnant for a while. I mean, I I, man- I think I've managed to achieve a lot before I had Mason. I was managing those salons, which mm-hmm. is good. But, you know, after that, it was kind of stagnant. I wasn't really doing anything to kind of better myself. And um, that's why it was, it was hard to adjust to me being pregnant was because I wasn't, you know, I was stagnant and I wasn't really doing much with my life. So, mm-hmm. Um, it was it was half and half. It was, you know, to create a better future for Mason. That way, you know, like he understands the value of everything, the value of working hard, of, you know, earning your money, of, you know, being able to enjoy life. But at the same time, it's like it's for me, too. Like, you know, I had him at a young age, so I wanted to be able to create a better life for myself after him. You know, I'm now I can travel now I can, you know, do things that I wasn't able to do right back then. So. You know, it was both. Do you think that you would be where you are now if you didn't have Mason? Or do you think that you would have accomplished all of that earlier in your life? I think it would have taken me longer. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think um, because, like I said, I was in a phase where all I wanted to do was party. Right. You know, and I was in my 20s. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I have a decent job. Might as well. You were comfortable. Yeah. Okay. But being comfortable is not really you know, going to get me anywhere if I'm right. really stagnant. I think that for anyone, really, if you are just comfortable in your life and mm-hmm. you're comfortable with what you're doing at the moment, it's really yeah. hard to break free from that. Yeah. And you start to procrastinate on what your actual goals are. Yeah. So I think that obviously after having a child or finding out when you were pregnant, that's what motivated you. Because yeah. it's a mini you, you know. Right. Do you want this kid to suffer in the future? Do you want him to grow up? Like, not saying that we had a hard life, but do you want him to grow up, you know, struggling? Or you can, you know, 
guide him in the right path. Right. And I think like the best way to set an example for your child mm-hmm. is, is to work hard. Is to work hard them. for yeah, especially for them to see because they they see, they understand. Oh, they're like sponges right now. Right. They will repeat and do whatever you are doing. Right. You know. So what advice would you give to any mo- mother out there who is trying to figure out who just found out that they're pregnant and they're alone and they're not sure how they're going to balance working, staying healthy, their social life. I think that, you know, I really do believe in like energy and like, you know, the universe is always like putting you in a spot where you should be. Right. Even if it's not a comfortable one, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think people take, don't take advantage of the opportunity. So I think, you know, for mothers who just find out that they're pregnant they're not ready no one's ever ready right you know you kind of just have to go with the flow and you know if you're not stable just get it you got to like find it in yourself to get it together not everyone's not everyone's gonna be motivated to do something but at the end of the day you always have to think like okay long term what are my long-term benefits you know what I mean what about for my kid Mm -hmm. what about for me like you always got to think about that and I think it's just more so that we're all not really ready to be taking care of another human being, especially if we're still trying to take care of ourselves. Right. So I think just knowing that you have the opportunity to create something or uh, create someone, mm-hmm. that should be like a little push to, you know, guide you in the right direction for I the totally most part. Agree. Yeah. You know, I agree. I mean, there's obviously some people out there who just don't really care. Right. You know, but. I think that um, with a good support system, too, it helps a lot. Yeah, and it seems like your parents were very supportive, especially your family. I'm sure they were there with you throughout the the way I was. Yeah, babies, so, (laughs) you know. Um, So how how did you balance all of that, really? Uh, That's what I really want to know, and I think that that's where a lot of mothers or just people in general, whether they are – expecting a child or they're not expecting and they're trying to balance a lot of the things in their lives I think that you did a really good job of balancing and achieving your goals and achieving where you wanted to be so how did you do all of that honestly I had no sense of time management I just know that if I had to get something done it had to be done especially with my health right right? so when I had Mason I was like I need to be healthier because I was eating like crap and were you eating like crap because you were... Because I was pregnant and I right. felt like I could eat whatever I excuse. wanted for two people, right. you know? But... Um, was there I, anything that made you nauseous while you were pregnant? In with? the beginning, my first trimester, everything made me nauseous. Really? Yeah. I couldn't even eat like a cracker without throwing up. Really? Yeah. And what helped you get Nothing. past that? Nothing. Oh, wow. I had to get past the first trimester. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. The only time it was ever like okay mm-hmm. and not nauseating was at night. Okay. Obviously, morning sickness, that lasted like the whole day. You know, and they say when you're nauseous and you're constantly throwing up and you have like morning sickness, you're having a girl. Did you think that you were ever having a girl? I never even thought about that. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's, I don't know, I guess that's like what has been engraved in my head. My mom would, my, was it my mom? No, my dad would tell me that if you look ugly while you're pregnant, you're having a boy. (laughs) So he would always tell me that before my gender. He really wanted you to have a boy. Well, before my gender reveal, he goes, you know, if you look ugly while you're pregnant, you're having a boy. Where did he? Calling me ugly? Where did he come up with that? Yeah, look at you. (laughs) And I was like, oh my goodness. And I'm having a boy. That's so funny. Yeah, I know. I think my dad was just trying to be an a-hole. Oh my gosh. Okay, going back to my 
uh, previous question. How did you balance all of that? I, you know, like I said, you just, you kind of just have to remember what you're trying to do and you just got to do it. Like, okay. I know sense of time management, mm-hmm. but, you know, like what I would do is I would go to work, I would come home. Oh, I have to do my homework. All right, let's do it. I didn't like space time for everything. I just, when I did it, when I needed to do it, I went and did it. When I was done that, I had to think about the next thing I was doing. So like, you know, I would come home. I would, so this was after Mason. I would go to work, go see Mason for a little bit. And like I said, I had a good support system. So Andrew's dad would watch him. Mm-hmm. I would go work out for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. We'll come back, pick up Mason, go home, make dinner, wash, clean up, put Mason, get ready, Mason ready for bed. When he would go to bed, I would do my homework. And it was just like the same routine all over again. But I had to keep reminding myself of what I needed to do next before I started to get lazy. And that was all with a mental state of mind. Yeah. But that's that's kind of difficult, don't you think, for a person who doesn't have that type of mental stability? I honestly, I don't even think I was mentally stable. I think it's just what I'm trying to say is like, as long as you know what you're supposed to do. Right. You just do it. Without writing anything down and planning. Don't think about, oh, I have to be motivated to do something, Mm -hmm. right? You have to just think, okay, what am I supposed to do next? Oh, I'm done working out. Okay, let me share. Oh, what do I have to do next? i got to put baby to bed. Okay, let's put baby to bed. So figuring out your priorities pretty much. Yeah. Well, I think that a lot of the things, especially for me, I don't have a child. However, with my personal life, I feel like I have to be motivated to do something. And I think that's where a lot of people are struggling, whether they are uh, becoming a mother or just Mm -hmm. anyone in general. Yeah. So it's like, Figuring yeah, out your priorities yeah, or... Because I've, I've never motivated to do to it work out. It seems like you were very motivated to get all of be, these things done. Yeah, but it wasn't that I was motivated. It was that in my head, I have to get them done. Mm-hmm. Is, there's no, oh, if I don't get it done, maybe I can get it. I can do this. I don't. I didn't have alternatives. I had to do it. So there was no procrastination no, with you. No, And how did you get I mean, to that point, I mean, though? There were some days where I was, like, mm-hmm. lazy, but... There wasn't days where I was like, I have to be motivated to do it. You know, I didn't have like, I didn't watch like motivational speeches or listen to motivational. There was nothing out no. there at all that really got you motivated. No, I just was like, well, I mean, obviously it's always going to go back to my son. Right. Right. But that's not, I feel like that's just, that's an, like a natural instinct or right. whatever. As a mother. Yeah. But no one's ever motivated to like go to the gym or motivated to do homework you know what I mean well do you think with you taking the time to go to the gym that really like motivated you to do everything else (laughs) I would I would complain the whole time I was going to the gym I got there and I did it you know I mean obviously once you get there it feels good right you know and you don't think about oh you know, keep keep being motivated to keep working out. No, like you're already in the moment, you're in the groove and you're doing it. And by the time, you know, you feel like it's done, it's really, do- it's it's over. Your session's over and, you know, then you got to think, okay, what am I supposed to do now? Well, you're go do it. definitely one in a million. I think that at least for oh, myself, thanks, you definitely need to be motivated to get things done. <laughs> so, well, I mean, whatever, whatever helps you. Right. To do something, that's, you know, how you should do it. But I think that just knowing, like, you need to get something done, Mm -hmm. I don't think that's motivation. I think that's just... Just knowing, getting your priorities You don't have an option. You don't have have a second option. You have to do it, you know? Right. Hey, you wake up. What am I supposed to do? Shower. Okay, I'm going to go shower. What do I have to do after that? 
oh, let's, I got to get my baby ready. Am I going to be, you know, like, I can't say, oh, well, what if I don't want to get my baby ready today? Well, there are you some know people I mean? out there who are like, well, like, I don't want to do this today. Yeah, but are you going to let your kid not be changed? You know what I mean? Right, you can't like, let them sit in a dirty really diaper. You don't have an option. I mean, you can, but is that something that you want to do? Probably not. Right. You know, but that, for me, it's like, I don't have a choice. I have to do it. Okay, now I got to take my kid to his babysitter. Okay, now I got to go to work. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I have to work. Now I got to go. I got to go see my kid. Now I got to go work out. Now I got to go back. Now I got to, you know, you know what I mean? Well, it's great that you have that type of mental state of mind. Yeah. I think there are still some people out there who it's tiring. are trying to figure it out. I mean, I'm still trying to figure it out. But. Yeah, I think we all are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you always fall off the wagon once in a while. Right. Yeah. Um. So at any point throughout all of this, did you ever feel that you were alone? Did you ever feel that you were depressed? And No, honestly, postpartum depression didn't hit me. Really? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't say I was depressed or, I mean, I had a lot of hormones like building up and mm-hmm. like emotions, but it was never something that like overcame, you know, like that took over my mental state. I just didn't have that. That's good. Yeah. So you're a very strong-willed person. I try to be. That's good. Yeah. And do you try to be for yourself or for? Yeah. If, if I can't do it, if I'm not going to do it for myself, how am I supposed to do it for my son? Good. You know what I mean? That's a good way to think yeah. of things. Um, Always you first. Yeah. So let's talk about your social life. That's what I really want to know. I think I know being a young mom, mm-hmm. if you are seen going out, partying, and, you you're know, like t- you are bad mom yeah. and you're ashamed. Yeah. However, it's like, how do you how do you balance all of that without people saying you're a bad mom? Um, I don't really care what they say. That's Honestly, good. like, moms need nights out too. Right. You know, moms need a drink. Right. Mom, Moms need a day away from their kid. That's fine. I think that no matter if you have a kid or not, some days you need a self- self-care break like a you know a day to like mentally come back to yourself and just like rejuvenate I mm-hmm. think that people are always judging us because oh you're supposed to be staying at home with your kid what are you doing out you know mm-hmm. well my kid's fine right he's you know he's with a trusting caregiver I'm just I need to let loose too like it's not easy being a mom was there any point that you felt guilty with going out the first few times yeah and how old was he at that time? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I want to say like a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And did you immediately just want to go home or did you continue to stay out? Um, I think the first time that I like went out, went out. Oh, I was it with you? Oh we went God. to the Killers concert. The, was at the that? T-Mobile. Okay. Yeah. I think that was like the first like real times like I went out and that was very innocent too yeah we just hung out we had a concert yeah i just like i want to know what goes through people's minds when they're saying things like you're a bad mom for going out especially if it's just dinner or just a concert most of them honestly are moms (laughs) that say these bad things really and but why why do people even take the time to say something like that do you think it's just because they maybe because they can't go out okay they're they're too they occupied feel. and you know maybe that they don't have somebody else helping them you right know? And, and they're probably stressed yeah yeah okay i don't care you I know just what's think- this, what, what is it gonna do make me lose sleep you know no right i think it's unfair though how people do comment and say 
or judge you by we what live you in that do world. right you know everything's you're always being judged by something whether or not you have a kid you know oh you're doing a podcast Psst, she just wants attention you know what i mean like yeah. everyone everyone's here to like say something about something yeah so everyone just wants their own opinion and that's fine that's yeah i don't care you're still living yeah when did you start feeling confident about yourself when did you start seeing results after having a baby i think a lot of people struggle with that especially ha- after having do. a baby yeah um t- i was pretty up there in weight mm-hmm. i was like 186 coming no yeah one no 180 coming after coming out from you know after giving birth how much did you weigh before you were pregnant 140 okay i was still kind of you know on the heavier side I just don't think you ever looked heavy to me. Yeah, no, I was big. Obviously, when you were pregnant, but yeah. you were pregnant. Yeah, I know, but I was like that. You know, after that, it was it took some time to lose that weight. But mm-hmm. um, you know, going to the gym wasn't really doing much for me. And then uh, I started going to Extreme Couture, which is an MMA gym. Okay. So that really helped me because it was more like my style of, of working out. You and know? what does that even consist of? Is uh, it boxing, just- kickboxing. Do you, you know, think you time. do more cardio? It's it's everything. It's a full body workout for okay. an hour and fifteen minutes. Like that, you know, you know how like people go back and buy a day or chest and tries or like one full cardio day. No, this is like a full body workout plus cardio all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so that really helped me gain my confidence back. But also too, I was struggling with my stretch marks because Mason was so big that yeah. my sh- like my skin stretched a lot. I have stretch marks everywhere. My arms, my boobs, my butt, and there was and my no inner thighs. ointments that were able to help. The bio, I tried everything: bio oil, coconut oil, nothing. I think it's also genetics too. My mom has stretch marks. Yeah. Um, but that's one. I think that's my. That was my real struggle was my altered body image mm-hmm. was seeing stretch marks. You know, but everyone says, "Oh, you know, you should be happy to have stretch marks." It just means that you know you birthed a baby. It's not always the case. It's always like. You know, how do I, you know, how do you gain back confidence after your body's been altered? Right. You know, but um, I think over the years, as long as you have a good, you have like, like I said, it's always like a good support system. If you have a good support system, people who are, you know, not judgy about how you look, I think it helps to, you know, your environment that you're in. And what if you don't have that good support system? What advice would you give to a woman who is struggling with, after birth and looking in the mirror and seeing their bodies and seeing that their body has changed and them breaking down and yeah I think that um that's something you I mean you can change but you can't change the only thing you you know if you want to lose weight Mm -hmm. you you work hard for it but those stretch marks I promise you will not go away you know and that's just something that everyone has to like everyone has to learn acceptance right accepting things that you can't change like these stretch marks mine's never gone away they've gone lighter but they're they're always going to be there was there anything that you use that helped lighten them no nothing i like i said i've tried everything coconut oil bio oil the coffee scrub or whatever yeah it never really did anything for me yeah but just kind of like embrace it i think that because we're not comfortable with it you know, the more we expose it, I think the more comfortable we are within, the more right. confident you become. You know, I agree. Like, I couldn't. I can't go to the pool unless I wear a one piece. But now I started going to the pool with a two piece. Right. But 
you know, I think the more you expose yourself, you know, with something you're not comfortable with, the more you accept it and the more, you know, confident you become in, in showing them. So that's good. And I think obviously a lot of that has to do with how society portrays women. And if you have stre- stretch marks or yeah. any type of mark mm-hmm. on your body, you are you're you're just, you're just warm. Yeah, 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 there's something wrong yeah, with you. However, you. obviously embracing all of that. And I think that embracing all of that just really comes from within. Social media has such a big influence on how, you know, women are supposed to look after birth. Like, oh, this girl bounced back from a baby. Now right. She don't she don't look like she had a baby. Well, I look like I had a baby. Right. You know, what is... And not everyone that has that yeah. type of body type. And exactly. it's so weird how we are in an age of body positivity. However, yeah. there are still so many people There's out so many there. messages under that message that right. they give, you know? Like, oh... Like, you know, she has stretch marks, but her body's still banging. Well, what if my body's not banging and I still right. have stretch marks? What does that make me? Not beautiful? Right. You know, I, think, I think that social media is such, like, I mean, we're all addicted to it, but we have to remember, like, the reality. Mm-hmm. Our reality is not on social media. Absolutely. You know? And obviously after having your child and you, you know, looking the way you did, I'm not saying that you didn't look beautiful or but i'm different i definitely look different right you know my body is definitely different and going on social media did you ever feel like you wanted to look like a certain body type after absolutely okay you know but that's not reality right but did you ever feel that you were able to accomplish something like that or just immediately you knew that that was not a reality and that is not something that was going to happen yeah i I mean i always came back to reality but i I accomplished mm-hmm. to lose a lot of weight, you know, and I accomplished to f- make myself feel happy and healthy. Good. You know, and I think that's what matters the most is, you know, if you feel good inside and you feel like you accomplished something that you didn't think you were going to accomplish, I think that's more important than looking like, you know, I'm not saying that that's all fake and that's like what people shouldn't look like, but, you know, like JLo, can you imagine looking like her after having a baby? no (laughs) exactly you know like that's just not not reality yeah it's not you know some people just have it and some people don't and i'm one of those people that do not have it right you know and that's fine that's that's good that you're able to embrace your flaws like that right even a flaw it's just you know it's just your body type that's just how you are yeah and there honestly there's so many women out there who are more relatable to you yeah who are still trying to figure out how they can change their body to this unrealistic right. body that the media is nipping so and tucking and photoshopping, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. So I've seen it happen. Right. Like, I know, think we all have. It's just we we make ourselves blinded to but we what o- we want to see. We overdo it, right. too. Like, we're, we're stressing ourselves out because we don't look like Kourtney Kardashian after we have a baby. Right. You know what I mean? But if you work hard and you eat healthy, you're going to you're going to look different and you're going to feel better and happier. You know what I mean? Right. Ultimately, I do feel that being healthy and mm-hmm. working on your fitness really does come from within. If yeah. you are if you feel that you have worked so hard at the gym right. and you are eating healthy and you're you start feel to more feel, you feel good, yeah. even if you don't see your body changing. Right. The way you feel inside feels mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And did you have. Or stick to a certain diet plan and no, I just worked out every day. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I kind of fell off mm-hmm. lately because you know, 
I'm not gonna make I mean, excuses, I think you still look good. Yeah. But like with work and stuff, you know, but when I was working out, it wasn't, I didn't have a diet plan. Mm-hmm. I ate smaller portions. I ate whatever I wanted. I didn't really, you know, I had like a shake in the morning or something and I just worked out every day. Did you watch your calories at all? No, I didn't count calories. I didn't do any of that, to be honest with you. Okay. I ate what I used to eat before, just a little bit smaller portions mm-hmm. and I work out. And I think exercise plays a really, really big role. You know, and they say diet does too. I didn't, like I said, I had a shake in the morning. I think it, I think diet plays a huge role depending on. If you're not as active. Right. And depending on what you really want to see out of your body. Right. Like how tone and. I didn't have an ultimate goal either. Right. I just wanted to lose weight. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that if you have an ultimate goal of what you want to see, obviously. Then like meal prep is good. Diet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you would change at all about this entire experience or any advice that you would give someone who is struggling? As far as advice goes, I'm still trying to, like, figure myself out. You know, I think we're all still trying to, like, figure ourselves out, even after, like, having a baby, struggling with, you know, what you want to do with your life, what, you know, just, I think ultimately just make sure that you're taking care of yourself right you know if you don't know what you want to do yet just make sure that you're taking care of yourself because now you have a kid you know and i i don't honestly i'm not good at giving advice especially with motherhood stuff because i think we're all in the same boat still Mm -hmm. you know and i don't see myself as like a superior in that like you know i've accomplished more things than other moms have so as far as advice goes, I don't really have advice. I just think that, you know, always take care of yourself because you have someone else to take care of. And it's m- being a mom is very stressful. Right. You know, so take the time to, you know, relax. If you need a day off from your child, take that day off. You know, if you can find a babysitter, get one. I don't think it's bad. I think every mom needs a break sometimes. And I think that's okay. Maybe that's my advice is just, you know, if you feel like you need to take a break, take a break. If you're overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to be stressed out while taking care of your baby. It's not good for them either, you know, so. I really want to get into dating. I want to get into how you manage to still keep up with your social life and your love life with having a child and, you know, breaking free from like, a past relationship and what really what put you back on the radar what and without feeling guilty so I think the first year uh-huh. after um, me and Andrew split mm-hmm. it was it was rough because you know I spent almost nine years with somebody right so it was kind of you know I I kind of like laid low I didn't really you know date just yet I felt guilty you know I I did because ultimately it was me you know and um it was a struggle because we were we were still kind of bickering like for a good six months or whatever but I kind of laid low I didn't want I didn't really want to commit to anyone yet because I committed myself to somebody and not saying that he was a bad person person or a bad boyfriend it was just you know I think it was our time 
I think it was our time and that we needed to go separate ways. You know, we had a good run, had a beautiful baby out of it. Um, but I think we were just so different and our paths were so different that, you know, that was done. It's, it's over with. Um, as far as dating goes, I would casually date here and there. I would go to dinner with people. Wasn't anything serious, you know. Um, I didn't really start, like, dating, dating till like, end of last year, I want to say. The guys that you were casually dating, did you at all have them meet Mason? No. Okay. Because no. there are some people who do date and, you know, all of them meet their child. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think right. I need to bring my kid around all these guys that I know are not going to be in my life. And at any long. point did that, like, make you feel uncomfortable? Like, I have a child. I don't know how this is going to work out. Or um, the first time I, like, actually went on a date with somebody. And did that make you feel uncomfortable? Um, Yeah, because it's different when you have a kid, mm-hmm. especially if he's a little bit older, you know? You can't just, like, go on a date without revealing, like, the most raw, like, the most, like, precious part of you. And like, is it the first thing you tell them, though? I have a kid. No, no. <laughs> like, we'll get into, like, what, like, stuff about them, and then mm-hmm. it'll be about me. And I'm like, oh, and I have a three-year-old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you want to see him? <laughs> no, I wouldn't even, like, show. I would just say I have oh, a three-year-old. Okay. I would not you wouldn't even, even show him a photo of no, him? Okay, I don't think good. it's worthy. I don't think right. they're worthy, like, at that point, you know? Especially if it's just, like, one date. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's. So when do you think is, like, the best time for your child to meet someone that you're serious with? Is there, like, a time limit, like, a year, six months? I don't think there is. I think that if you think Mm -hmm. that it's worth meeting them, then that's when you should do it. Well, how do you make, like, a good judgment of that? Because what if you don't make a good judgment? It's all your instincts. So, Mm -hmm. like, I mean, did you think that you and Raul were going to be together this long? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, people just know. Like, you know if, like, this person is, like, your person. Yeah. Right? No matter how long you've been dating. Like, if you weren't with Raul, it'd be different. Like, if you found somebody and you don't get that spark and you don't feel that flame, you're automatically going to think, I don't want to be with this person for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's different. Like, as you get older, you get a little bit more wiser and you start to feel, like, different energies with different people like with me I know this sounds horrible but when I would go on a date with somebody it was just a date you know and I would look at them and like if I don't feel anything I'm not gonna call you back well what did you even want out of it nothing free food (laughs) (laughs) and I was I was honest about it you just said hey I just want free food well I mean like you told them that no but like (laughs) you know they would ask me to dinner I'm like am I gonna turn down free food probably not I don't think anyone would. Yeah, really. exactly. But I'm not gonna say, hey, like, you know, if I didn't, if I wasn't interested in you, I'm gonna tell you, right? But and some you people can, don't do that. Yeah, some and you can still like, if you want to, yeah, on. if you want to bring people up that I've gone on a date with, they'll tell you that I would write to them and I would say, hey, I'm not interested. <laughs> you know, I'm not looking into anything serious. Good for you. Yeah, unless I was, you know, yeah, then it'd be different. But that's that. Okay, so we are almost done here. I do want to ask you, do you have any other 
career goals or any type of goals that you want to accomplish other than what you've already accomplished so far? Yeah, so I'm going back to school. Okay, and what are you going back to school uh, for? For my BSN. So after that, my ultimate goal is to go for a DNP. Okay. If not FNP. FNP is just family nurse practitioner. You need a master's degree for that. Okay. And then after the DNP is your doctorate. Okay. Yeah. So. And those are pretty much like a uh, a physician assistant, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're able to prescribe medicine certain, under a doctor, right? Yeah. Certain certain medications. Okay. There are certain ones that you cannot, but um, ultimately I want to own my own practice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good for you. I could definitely see that. And when do you think? When are you going back to school? When are you taking that step? Uh, I already started. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. So I should be done with my BSN sometime next year. Then I'm just going to go back to school oh, again. Oh, good for you. Yeah. So hopefully in like five years. I mean, I still have time. I'm only 28. Yeah. Well, five years will definitely come by so fast. Yeah. So that's my ultimate goal. Well, I'm very excited for you. Thank mm. you so much for coming on Bubblegum Kim podcast today oh, and my sharing your story and what's helped you and motivated you to get to where you are. Thank you. Kim. I definitely think that you. Thanks for bringing me on here. Are so successful. Do you think we've grown closer as friends now? That you I know? think so. <laughs> just because we haven't really sat down and talk about something like this, I had I had no idea. I just knew that. You were pregnant. I knew the small points. You were pregnant. Yeah. You had a baby. You were managing school, mm-hmm. work, yeah, being a mother. Yeah. So just what I saw. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a horrible path, but it's definitely not an easy path. So you just gotta keep striding along. Yeah. Well, good for you. Thanks. I hope that anyone out there who is listening kind of got inspired or you know, we'll take from this and I hope so too. I don't know what I changed their life for better. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what they're going to get out of it, but it's my story. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing. Please be sure to rate and leave a review. Don't forget to tune in next week on Bubblegum Kim podcast. Mm-hmm.